You know, I want to know. Remember, we were doing an episode, and you had a list of things that you were going to talk about in therapy, and you went to read them, and then we never got to it. Do you remember? I think you had like a where's that list, Jamie? I'm yeah, go in my notes section. Or or yeah. how well, we want to know how's therapy been going? Yeah, what? you know it's so weird. I um I had a real realization yesterday in therapy. I was doing EMDR, and I kind of realized. You know, we, you know, we kind of talk at the end of the session about like things to work on in this next week and how things we want to get deeper into. EMDR, electromagnetic. I don't know what it stands for. But but you. It's a type of therapy it. with light and sound yeah. and buzzing, and you talk through traumas with him orchestrating me following this light and buzzing and in my hands tappers and these weird sounds in my headphones, and I don't know what it's doing, but it's something. <laughs> Uh, but that I, I kind of live in extreme emotions and, you know, especially in these past couple of months, I think we all have had like, you know, really low lows and kind of high highs. And I don't do well with that because when they happen, I really go with them and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to live more um, nuanced emotionally, if that makes sense. Like I, I, I need to learn how to become comfortable in like not having such a big pendulum swing. Yeah. You know, I'm very like I, I, I'm, I seemingly or from what I've heard, like give off a vibe of somebody that's kind of really chill and calm. But that's because I'm literally just always waiting to go to one side or the other always <laughs> yeah I guess is what I've learned and it's not healthy it's not good and because when I do get upset or it goes to that way like it gets you know it gets and it's I don't really project it on other people but it's I'm really hard on myself and in myself but then when it's like everything's great I'm like you know I'm like fucking buzzing and flying mm. and so it's just kind of about how to not feel like I have to go so far in those and how to be more comfortable when little things pop up. Yeah. Yeah, I Does that make I, sense? Totally. Yeah. And I and I don't know if I've experienced you on either side of that swing. You know, maybe when I don't know if anybody really does. Yeah, you know, maybe I would imagine that. socking Cutter in the face is one side of it. Well, he deserved that. Sure. So that's not that's Yeah, he not. wanted to talk. <laughs> what a scumbag. No, my kids a fucking been, idiot. Of my course kids you're have been at the hit. wrath of me maybe getting like a little more upset than I would have liked to. Um Yeah, I I'm gonna say probably, you know, most people aren't part of that. It's it's my own kind of journey, but if anyone is, it's my family. Yeah. So it's just that in that inner voice that you have is always one side or the other yes. where you portray this like even keel. Yes, but I'm like dying inside. <laughs> Yeah. Really? Like right now, how do you feel? I feel good. Well, I, I mean, I really worked a lot out in therapy yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday I had therapy, um, which was really helpful. Um, so I feel good today. Yeah. And I'm I, honestly, I'm always g happy when I'm around you guys and, and friends like you in my life because I'm engaged in conversation and the focus is less off of me and my inner dialogue that I have going on see my biggest fear for you is that one day you're going to be like 70 or 80 or like 150 like on your deathbed and 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 be like man why was i so hard on myself i know well that's why i'm working as hard as i am on myself, yeah yeah you know for so, sure. so i get 
get some good years. And then <laughs> everyone's going to be around my deathbed going, man, why couldn't he just get his shit together and be a little hard on himself? Not you know? at all. Why couldn't, why couldn't he give himself just a little kick in the in the pants, you know? No. You on your deathbed. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to p- pick up that sheet and take a look downstairs and see what you were hiding from me all these years. <sighs> get a look at the size. You ever wonder how big your friend's penises are? Never. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it's like... So gross to even think think about it. <laughs> so, you know, and I wouldn't, you know, it's I what would, their body's their body. And whatever size it is, I still love you the same. I will say when I've seen certain friends, girlfriends of mine naked, I'll be like, oh, I didn't know your vagina looked like that. Oh, well, please elaborate because what, because they're. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like, a, like, oh, that's the type of vagina you have. Well, what are the types? There's so many types. There's yeah. the big, big ones. No, there's there's so <laughs> many types. Like there's, it's like faces. Like there's no vagina that looks alike. I think. Oh. I've never, I've never. You must be I've getting pretty told, close to these vaginas. You ever met a woman no, who had an Abe naked, face? So I can see if a guy is naked, you just like, you look at his penis. Like I look at your vagina if you're naked for a minute. That's a that's a female thing, you know. I I, I generally don't know of guys that do that outside of like a uh, a a gym locker room or like a uh, you know at a at a spa or something correct so this has been at like spas or gyms oh you guys don't just walk around naked when but when when you see change when you see a girl just standing there you can't even get all the characteristics of her vagina no you you can you need well some you can because that's what was shocking to me (laughs) i was like oh it's so different than mine. Right, right, right. Huh. Yeah. It's so different. Well, there's a there's a, a comedian, uh, Nikki Glaser, who Love I think her. has a great joke where she says, "My vagina looks like a hastily packed suitcase, <laughs> where there's just like there's like yeah. things hanging out and you know that's like very, oh. you know that's very <gasps> that's very true. Yeah, I, it's a, yeah. I've been told I have a very cute vagina. Okay. Whatever. Uh, I've been told I've been told that my my penis is just big enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To just, fit in her mouth. Just right, you know. You know, can All, I, speaking of vaginas, nine. have I ever told you guys about my Korean spa adventure? Let's See, hear this it. Is, Gabby, yeah, have you ever been to I'm one? This is what I'm talking about. You love them? This is what I'm I was, talking about. Sorry. I would like to go back because I smoked a pack of cigarettes after I left because I literally was like, that was the most horrific experience of my life. So my friends have all gone to these Korean And you want to go back. <laughs> well, yes, because I, I just was not prepared for what I went through. Right, right, right. So my friends were all like, Jamie, you gotta go to this place, like Olympic Spa, like it's the best. Is that like, the one Bobby so Lee cheap. went to and was molested at? Sounds like it. Yeah, okay. It's Anyways. like so cheap, you can like spend the whole day there and they like scrub you clean and you're gonna be amazing. And like, so I remember asking like, what do, what do I do? And they're like, no, it's fine. Like you could be naked or whatever. Like they have, it's so cool. You, they have towel stuff. So I was filming this movie at the time and this guy, the lead guy's girlfriend was like, there was this thing where she was like suspicious about the two, me and her, and the co-star, her boyfriend. And I really wanted to make her comfortable that I was like not into her boyfriend. This was just an unscreen thing. So I invited her, this girl I barely know, to come with me to the Olympic spa. Oh, and you got to look at her puss. And you were like, Ugh. She brought a bathing suit. I didn't. Uptight bitch. So you get a key, go into this little locker room. I unlock, because she said there's like a towel and a robe in there for you. There's no robe. There's a towel that's. It's a towel, but it's got holes. It's like for those of you are listening. It's like a dinner see, napkin. It's like yeah, maybe a tiny bit bigger than this. Meh. So I'm like. She's holding up a Taco Bell walking napkin. Walking around, <laughs> like, like trying to cover my vagina and my boobs. And at one point, I'm like, I gotta give up one. So yeah, I'm just you gotta. Walking around with my boobs out. Nice. And we go into the meditation salt room first. 
And she, everyone's just like, people are just hanging, like spread eagle, feeling it, relaxing, vaginas, boobies out. And, and some are like hanging over to like, the I'm side. Like I'm all for people to live, but like, whoa. There was some variety of vagina and size and age and all of it. So I'm sitting in there, anything but relaxing, like on my tiny towel, <laughs> like not wanting my vagina out with this girl that I'm trying to like make more comfortable, who's like now just seeing all of me. And you have like a time when they're going to take you like, into hey, this you next room that I have no or... idea what looks like. So we go to the meditation area. And again, I tried to grab another towel. Like, she's just like laying in her bathing suit. And I'm so jealous that she has any kind of underwear covering. Because also, I'm putting my vagina on like surfaces that mm. a lot of other people are doing. Yeah, I don't How like is that. this like, what am I paying I have for? A, I have a question. If you were standing and I have a vagina and you have a vagina, you kind of only see like the top of not the butt. everyone you know like when you see not them. everyone some people's come up well what does that mean some girls that they're, vaginas they're... are up by their belly button Correct. <laughs> I, I can't imagine Correct. what does that mean their vaginas are facing up i don't know just google it just google something. i have google my vagina. whole life maybe like describe different vaginas right now no Can I, I just i just yeah I, no I do, but I, I do agree with him like when you're looking at a girl most girls you're just like oh you can't get the full sure. yeah. so you're saying it's, it's like the curvature of the earth. It's after a point, it's like you can't see over no, the horizon. No, some people's slits come up higher. Some people's are like inside out. Right, what Slow we're down. saying is- Talking wait. sexy over here. Gabby, <laughs> help me. She's just got, she's nodding at Well, Jane, wait, wait, wait till you get eye level with those babies because then you see a happen. real- Not gonna happen. Well, I'm just saying, you Not know, maybe happen. a couple of years from now you have a little girl. Not gonna happen. I need a mirror on my happen. shoe. I need so a mirror on my very, shoe to get a real this view. This very stern- Korean woman comes out and she's like, five, four, five, five. And that's like our numbers. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. What <laughs> a beautiful turn. environment. Yeah. So we walk into this door <laughs> and it's just like hot tubs and open stalls of showers and women being slapped and scrubbed and like flipped on these plastic tables. Hot. This is new room And massage. I'm like, what this is a fantasy. fuck did I just do? This is our best episode ever. And I'm like, where am I? So I, the lady's like, you shower first. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So like, go in. I'm like, washing my hair, but open. Like, we're all showering. But there's not even like, like another blocking of stalls. I'm like, oh. all these people. And I'm just like, this is so bad. So I click, quickly shower and I go to get on the table. And she's like, you have soap in your hair. Go back. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I go back to shower. I come back. I like my eyes were basically like closed. I swear to God, I was like uh, looking down, like not wanting to look around. I lay on. This woman takes like a loofah mitten mm -hmm. and some stuff and just starts scrubbing the shit out of me. Like yeah. it hurt. Uh -huh. Like under my arm, lifting my boobs, like Easy. spreading my legs. <laughs> Flipping me over, and so when she flipped me over, I happened to open my eyes again, and there was like vagina in my face, like because she was flipped this way and I was this way, and I was just. For those of you listening, Jamie's doing the Y from the YMCA when she says <laughs> vagina. By the way, it was a big vagina. Legs akimbo. Big vagina, and then they it's like the Eye of Sauron. Yes, and then they send me back to the showers. <laughs> Again, I'm with this girl I barely know that I was just trying to make friends with so she didn't think feel threatened by me. Now she thinks I want to fuck her. Yeah. Because I brought her into this naked, into this vagina den. 
And then I leave and I went to the gas station across the street and bought a pack of Parliaments and How long smoked ago was it this? in my and car. And you never spoke to her? You were basically sexually assaulted. You left and never spoke to this person? You know what the best is? Jamie's, Jamie's standing outside cigarettes. of the fucking gas station smoking and someone comes over. They're like, oh, excuse me, you're naked. <laughs> yeah. I still felt naked. Uh, right. I felt violated. I felt really overexposed. You're naked. By the way, do you exfoliate? Because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I you mean, were glowing. I will say my skin was real soft for yeah. a real long time, but I'm ready to go back. Do people smoke cigs in there? No, you could have. I could have stayed and had sushi. I left. I, I, I didn't even use all of the amenities because I was just horrified. That I, I next time I'm bringing a bathing suit and maybe it'll be better for me. Man, it's uh, is there a co-ed area? I mean, I know men can go. I mean, it, look, I have friends that swear by it and go monthly and love it. Yeah. See, I I've gone survivors. I didn't do it right. I've gone I wasn't to it. Prepared. Yeah. I've gone to it and I loved it, but I definitely. What's it like on the guy's side? Uh, oh, I didn't go to that one. But, but he went to Burke Williams. But it's not in like Santa that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's more like, uh, you know, I think it's probably more crazy because girls have two areas to look at, right? So when you walk in, you're like, man, there's a lot of tits, a lot of vaginas. It's like, as long as you, as long as you don't look at like from the waist down with guys, it's not that weird. I just didn't like the, like that I was put in positions where I was very close to other people's vaginas. Yeah, I, that I went, was I had the problem. I'm I had like a, putting my vagina where other people had their vaginas. I only went to one place where it was like a bunch of dudes showering in a room, and I was very uncomfortable with that. Mm -hmm. uh, it was with two of my friends who like had been to prison, so they were not. They were it was just like totally normal to them. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. And good group of guys. We were at a place where you know I was. 23 years old and we have been doing coke for like two days and it was oh like oh let's God. go to one of these massage places like that may or may not be a rub and tug and so you do that you shower then there's like a steam thing and i was the first one up and they go the woman takes you in and you it's called like a table shower and you lay on a table like this and she has a sponge that's like the size of a watermelon and she just like dips it into this thing and she starts washing you every like she'll lift your legs yeah, under yeah, your yeah. butt and everything and i just now I was all fucked up then, but now I'm like, oh my god, that, that sponge. sponge! Yeah, that sponge is so fucking disgusting. That sponge, dude. Of how many assholes? I mean, it's an asshole sponge. Yeah. How and she many? Put it all over you. All over me. I mean, all because she's she's doing it like how when you see someone who works at uh, Banana Republic fold a shirt, like you know, like they're just it's so it's such so, it's such a. You know, she's done it a million times. This, yeah. So it's like she's not wearing like, oh, sorry, I don't want to get I don't want to get the sponge water in your face or that yeah. she is just fucking dick ass. Mm. And at the time, I wasn't really a germaphobe uh, the way that I am now. Now I, w I could never do anything like that. No. And then I went in the room. May or may not had a got a hand job. And then oh. uh, it was over. What? Yeah. Man, what I think of you is to completely changed. <laughs> My friend Robbie? Well, I felt it was time to what? open up. Hey, guys. Uh, it's sponsor time, and it's time for one of our oldest and most truest sponsors. It's BraddockUSA.com. They make the face masks that Robert's holding up. They're uh, the softest, most comfortable face mask, and they're uh, completely affordable. I don't know if I've mentioned. I, I have a few of these. I have one in each car of mine. I have one by the keys. I keep one crumpled up in a pair of jeans. 
They're there. They're made out of premium upcycled jersey material, and uh, they're machine washable. Trust me, you're gonna you're gonna want to wash your face mask every once in a while. Um, they're made right here in the U.S. of A. No masks from China, okay? So you're supporting local biz, um, and you're also uh, being very considerate of the people around you. A mask is the best way to not spread uh, your disgusting, filthy germs. So wear a mask and do it in style because these guys actually make really good looking masks. And if you're looking for something super soft that doesn't like pinch the bridge of your nose or like make you sweat because it's so hot, uh, Braddock USA is the company to go with. And you go to BraddockUSA.com, just for our listeners, they're going to give you an additional 20% off your whole GD order. That's Braddock, B-R-A-D-D. OCKUSA.com. Use promo code PJPants in the checkout for 20% off your whole order. Once again, promo code PJPants at BraddockUSA.com and support. And this is a perfect time for me to prove. Look when I'm talking. When you, if you watch the NFL, every time these guys talk, they're adjusting and adjusting and adjusting. Look, I could fucking, you guys know I love to talk. I could talk all day. This shit isn't moving. Yeah, it's it's never, this is. This is by far my favorite mask that I have. So thanks, Braddock. Thank you, Braddock. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. This episode of Pajama Pants is brought to you by the kind folks at MyBookie. And if you're like me, you just never had a chance to play real professional sports. I didn't have the frame or even the emotional intelligence to make money playing sports. But now with MyBookie, I can bet on professional sports. Your winning season returns today. And they're going to double your first deposit when you use promo code PAJAMA. And then they have every sport. They have the NFL. They have uh, the NBA and uh, other professional sports. But importantly, for guys like me, you can even uh, do prop bets on the election or you can bet on eSports. What better way to bet on a tiny kid in Korea playing League of Legends for millions of dollars? They have it all. And right now, you can use promo code Pajama Pants. And they will double your first deposit. Robert, are you uh, up this season? Uh, are listen, you I'm happy with what's going on. I'm loving NFL. But uh, just in case you're not or you're worried about, you know, you're having some, you're struggling with gambling and you need to talk to somebody, you could call 1-800-GAMBLER for help. Yes, uh, that's a great point. And it's simple, you guys. You make your picks, you win big, and you collect your cash. Visit mybookie.ag and use promo code PAJAMA to double your first deposit. That's promo code PAJAMA at mybookie. Your winning season starts today only at mybookie. And uh, support the people that support the show, guys. Thanks so much. Well, I do have, I came across something on uh, Twitter and I wanted to get your guys' feedback on this. I would refer to my notes, (laughs) but I I wrote nothing down. Um, There was a, you know how OnlyFans, you know OnlyFans? Nope. OnlyFans is a a site for. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) It's a site for uh, men and women, Mm -hmm. mainly women, where they, um, it's like. Instagram, but you pay to see people's nudes, sort of. And you can uh, follow different people. Did some young um, Disney star recently, like, crash it? Bella Thorne. Okay. Yes. And there was a lot of controversy over that because she um, implied that she was going to be nude 
made two million dollars like in 24 hours it goes of, in her pocket it goes in her pocket. there's a rev share that you have to yeah, give yeah, to yeah. only fans but they, they get a majority of the percentage and then she didn't get nude it was like probably one of these hand boob bra things uh, that you know, but it was like there, jamie in the spa so she had a bunch of people trying to made, ask no, for refunds a lot of money. Yeah. you can ask for refunds and so a bunch of people asked for refunds um and so it was like this whole thing and and part of the problem was that the, usually there was a seven day payout for uh, people on there that because um, the money would go to OnlyFans and OnlyFans would pay the creators mm -hmm. um, the the money in seven days. What because of all that happened with Bella Thorne, they changed their policy to thirty days. So all these women on there were upset that you know the money that they thought was coming in on a weekly basis was now on a monthly basis, which I totally get. Yes. Be Bella Thorne is a you know. She she ruined it. She but there's really, also really the side to she brought more attention to OnlyFans than anyone ever. I had never ever. heard of it before. Right, exactly. I'm a I, I'm on OnlyFans. I mean, not as not my body, but like I follow <laughs> I follow women on there, and um, it's a way to support my friends, you know. And uh, it's look, it's no different than Instagram. Okay, well the stuff that you see on Instagram, you'll see on OnlyFans. Just a little, it's a little better. It's a lot better. It's much better. So there's a lot of like you know mom influencers. They're just naked. Yeah. Yeah, they, the, what the Are best part? Spawn? The Are best part spawns? about this. Are there any ads? Sh, sh, uh, not that I've seen, actually. Sh, best sh. part about it is when you go to a, a girl's Instagram and then she has her link tree, you know, where it's a it's a link that shows all her links, mm. and then it's like, here's my YouTube, here's my Twitch, here's my website, and here's my OnlyFans, and then you click on the OnlyFans, and then this person all of a sudden. Uh, for it's a naked. price, can get naked. How I'm much? Gonna... What's a price? What's well, it price it's is? different for everyone. Some people are free to follow, but then they make money on their tips, and then um, on their uh, they can offer stuff that's only for sale, but you can follow them for free. And some people are like five dollars a month. Some people are twenty dollars a month. I think Bella Thorne was like twenty twenty dollars. I'm gonna need to borrow your phone on the way home just for a month. Look. It's a recurring yeah, you subscription. Need to edit his things. Mm. So anyways, sure clean. I, I give you this sort of idea of what OnlyFans is because I've, I I came through this whole argument on Twitter and essentially there was this woman that was like complaining. She was She's a, an OnlyFans person, creator, of a, I don't know what you call it. Uh, she's on OnlyFans and she provides content on OnlyFans. And she said something about having a boyfriend. And then some guy commented, commented like, oh, I feel bad for your boyfriend. Like everyone gets to see your you know, naked body and like, and and then she's like, "Well, I love him, so why does it matter? Like, you're paying me, me, and I and I'm showing you what I want to show you." And and so there's this whole thing that I went down, and I had to really think about. But I wanted to ask you specifically, Rob, but get get your thoughts on it. Would you ever date a girl who made a ton of money on, but was sharing her nudes on OnlyFans? Or would you think that that's not okay and wouldn't want to date somebody? Let's go. What's her name? So you're you're cool with it? 100. percent Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But porn is different. I wouldn't date a girl who fucked other guys. Right. Yeah. But you'd be okay with just. If I could her... see like multiple. But there is this new trend of porn that I would be okay with dating a girl who, if she did it, which is like couples putting out their stuff and make. So it's just like, hey. Uh, like if you and Cutter didn't want to work anymore and you just wanted to move to like Arizona, get a house, you put you guys fucking on, on the internet and you make enough money to live. If some girl was like, hey, I did that for a few years, it wouldn't bother me at all. But if some girl was like, I would just show up and dicks would be thrown at me, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't fuck with that. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't judge someone by 
those types of choices, like if choices aren't hurting people, I don't think it's fair to judge why someone does certain things. Yeah, I, I think- Does that make sense? Totally. I think if this was 20 years ago, it'd be different because sex work was very different. But now with the everyone having phones and- every, It's the oldest profession around. Prostitution. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd actually prefer- this, But every, this, do you consider this prostitution? No, but right. I, but it, but for those that would think it's wrong, probably right, right, loop right. it in with that. Yeah, it's just opened up such a now so many more people are doing it because there's a mm -hmm. camera and a video on in everyone's phone, and yeah. it's it's a lot easier to do. You just upload, take a photo, and upload it, and like ten seconds later, it's available to whoever. But it's it's not prostitution, right? Because if if a girl did Playboy ten years ago, you wouldn't be like, oh, that prostitute. No, I'm not saying it. I'm. Mm -hmm. I still consider prostitution like you go and like Fuck. yeah to the Bunny Ranch or something and and do that, which I've never been. I wouldn't be against going, but uh, what are you doing Wednesday? Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Didn't that guy die, Dennis something? Dennis Hoff, rest in peace. Dennis Hoff, man, thanks for being Big a Dad. trailblazer. What was that show? What the was Bunny the Ranch? It was called the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, so interesting. So, so good. interesting. And how weird would it be to be one of those women that, like, when a customer comes in, you all got to line up, and then this guy's got to go like. Hmm. You don't think girls like that? <laughs> it's gotta be. It's got. Imagine never getting picked. What would that do to your psyche? Yeah. Well, it was like when it would you, drive your prices down, though. For it sure. It was like when you when you and your friend met those two girls, and he took both of them into your Son room and locked bitch. the door and Jack, fucked them. Yeah. I know you're out there, Jack. buddy. You of course. It's you Jack. locked me out of my own room. You know, I, whenever I see things like see shows like that or hear stories like that, I just feel like, wow, my world is so small. And like Manila. I really have no idea about like people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And again, it's not judging. It's just I. Re it's so foreign to me. That's just not a desire I have. Yeah. It's not anything I as seem as far as I know that I've like been around. I, I hear you on that, and like sometimes when I I I follow some people that are like polyamorous, mm -hmm. and they talk about, you know, like oh it's so cool to be that, and then I just can't. I want to understand. I just can you imagine I having to service so many people's emotional needs, let alone. I mean, physical? is that what? Yeah, that that sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yes. But also, I I could. I'm very good at disappointing one woman, let alone like having multiple mm. women. You know, there's there is a lot. I, my ego couldn't handle it, you know? And yep. it, it, there's just, I guess, are these people better? Are they better that they are so in a, an emotional spot that they can have multiple partners? Or is- That's a good question. I, I don't think it's better. See, I just worse. hate going on first dates so much that the idea of like Doing finally again, meeting somebody and, and being like, oh, this is my friend, and then being like, yeah. okay, time to find another one. It's like, oh my God, there's nothing I have a friend that fell into it kind of by accident, like where her, her, both her and her boyfriend kind of started outside relationships, but they kept theirs. Theirs became less physical. Did they have a kid? Nope. We talked about that in the Christina P episode. Oh, we did? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Or one episode. Uh, or in your kitchen, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, no, I think we talked about it in my kitchen. I think we talked about it in the episode. Shout out to oh. all the mommies. Uh, yes. out there. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Anyway, and you know, and it, of course it got a little messy and they they ended up still back together because that was like the true core of like their happiness. But it it got, you know, it it went, went on for 2 years. Sometimes relationships need a like a defibrillator. I could not handle it. If I knew that Can I just Cutter say this? Getting... Can I can you just let me struggle with this word for oh, a second? Oh yeah, sorry. 
defibrillator. Defib. Nope. All right. Something. Sometimes they need a jump start. Go ahead. Sometimes they need a jump start. Defibrillator. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they need a shock to the system and like, uh, yeah, I. I hear you on that. The thought uh, of it would drive me nuts. Cutter, Did you think he needed a jumpstart with the word? What? Is that what just happened? Yeah, I need help with the word. Right, but you were like a jumpstart, but he was trying to... I was he switched. Was try, he was subbing yeah, yeah. defibrillator I for, it. for the jumpstart, and I think you gave him a jumpstart with the word. Oh. Right? I have yeah. no idea. Both, okay. hey, both those things happen. I think I just died. It's I don't know what just happened. Yeah, well, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, if Cutter... Was going to another woman for all the things he one of the things he comes to me for for whatever it is I would I couldn't handle it. Do you think that's a function of Cutter because you know how much work it would take for him to be uh, emotionally invested into somebody and the thought of him being emotionally invested is in somebody else is that what hurts you or the fact that just imagining him being physical with somebody else is that both? What I think the fact that I couldn't. I would feel more bad about me that I somehow like lost sight of something that he needed that I wasn't able to give him. Oh, look at you. And that I was like maybe too wrapped up in myself or like not being hearing enough. Would but you I'd fight? Still, I'd still fucking punch him in the would face. Would you fight for him or would you, what would happen? He's developed someone, a callus from that. He he could take it. What would your reaction be if you found um, out? If that I he, found out he cheated on me? Or he had like a side piece. I'd, I'd probably leave him. Really? Probably. Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought that'd be 100%. Only probably. I mean, only because of my children. I don't know if I could forgive him, though. I, I probably would never be able to forget it. Oof. So I don't. It, it, would, it would be a waste of a rela- of uh, both of our times because it would. I would never yeah. settle into being, like, okay. And he would just never do it, though. That's the beauty. I mean, I you hope. never know, but, like, he's just not. It's funny. When I... When I married cutter and i was gonna marry cutter i remember my dad said to me he's like you know jamie as your father it just feels really good to look at a man and i'm i'm pretty much positive he will never cheat on you <laughs> like that really yeah. like made my dad so happy to know that i was with a man that he's like got a loyal, I, that wouldn't cause me that pain he's, a, he's got loyalty written all over him yeah yeah i mean i think that you don't yeah, agree. I don't. I don't know. You never know anything. No. I, totally. I. But I'm. Am I? Look, we were long distance for three years. He was 22 years old, playing in a baseball team where there's groupies at his dugout every fucking day in all of these cities all over the country. And I never. I would fall asleep before his games would finish, and I never once asked what he did the night before. Like I completely trusted him from day one. Do you think those groupies start out at like major league baseball games and then when they can't get laid, they're like, hey, what's what else? No, is out there? because <laughs> these minor league towns are are like small towns. So they're they they're not driving to Atlanta. They'll go to Rome. And they're Georgia. like, hey, the home team won't fuck us. Maybe those visitors want some of this puss. Yeah, these are younger boys. They're single, probably more, you know, less chance that they're married or in a relationship. And right. I think it was I, I Cutter had it easier with me too because i was 30 so, so he had an he like a lot of these guys were still with their college girlfriends so it's much harder to trust we're gonna deal make with all it. that kind of stuff so how would Trish you and feel I are gonna make how it. would you feel <laughs> if you found out that cat that uh cutter wow i almost said castle that cutter told you uh three months into your relationship he cheated on you um like now if he told you now that three months in he slept with somebody else and he never took because it came out in like therapy if it was like hey we're all being honest here and he's like well jamie i gotta tell you something remember that girl who would always wait outside of the dugout with the baseball i'd be really upset i'd be really 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 upset 
Um, and then I'd probably like just want to fuck somebody else just to get back in it. Well, that's why I introduced you to our friend Kasim Gariba. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. But <laughs> you know, I would just be <laughs> really upset. And like the ego part of me would want to like have him feel how I feel. Do you right. know what I mean? I think that's the only reason why he ever is. It's like, I want you to know how bad that hurt me. But it was, you know, what could I do? See, I, I, if I was married to, again, I'm all talking from a relationship. I've never had a relationship less longer than a year. But askpajamapants at gmail.com if you want to date Rob. If, if, I was, um, if I was in a relationship with somebody and like, you know, we got married and this and like they were like three months in, uh, you know, I cheat on you and this and they were honest with me. I might even look at it as like, a good thing like I would be okay with that but if I was ever married to someone and they cheated on me there wouldn't be one part of me that was like well maybe we could work it I would just be like I'm done unless it was like 12 years in and I really dropped the ball like I let the relationship mm-hmm. go because I see mm-hmm. some marriages where I'm like what the where you yeah. just you're going through the fucking motions, yeah. the motions or whatever and if and if we veered apart like that whatever but if I thought like nope that's my number one we're, we're together and then she's like hey I cheated on you it's like it's instantly over yeah i mean what's the point of getting married <clears throat> you know yeah i mean like, i that's think the monogamy <laughs> i think monogamy is it's very unnatural you think it's unnatural unnatural however why do we get jealous then ego the ego but i think that the i love the idea of monogamy because i think the idea of family and having someone that you're devoted to and that somebody that will be there th- with you through all of life's ups and downs and the journey of it all. And it's like, I was listening to this in a meditation the other day where, you know, it, a family is, is someone that celebrates when you succeed and and mourns when you lose. Like, it's just, it's like they're part of you. And that's what's something that's so beautiful and special about a partnership and a family that you you can lose little pieces of that in friendships. Like you can have great friendships, but it's not that level of intensity usually as a family of when, of when you go through things in life. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Look, I, I, totally. And I hear people say that there is, um, you know, being non-monogamous is a more natural state, but I, I don't know... Like then, why do we have ego? Like if it's why do we get jealous because of ego? Well, why do we have an ego? Like why why do we have because access an ego to these? Because ego helps us accomplish things. It's right. just like penguins they <laughs> mate for life, you know. And they're they I'm have, with you, yeah. You know, Certain birds, we, penguins. I know some two timing penguins, man. Yeah, I'm a, I've huh? been around some <laughs> penguins. They usually get tossed so. to the seals for yeah. sea lions. Uh, look, I, I don't know. You know, a lot of people that seem like they're very uh, hip and cool, and like they know a lot more about life than me will go, yeah, dude, it's like we're not supposed to be with one man or a woman. It's like, uh, that's what, that, see, that's what I, I, I don't know if I buy it. I don't think there is a, sh- this this is how it should be or this is how it shouldn't be. Right. Like, everybody's different. No, dude, Chandra and I were like open. We're like open to other people, other <laughs> Where's things. Where's all these names you're coming? Chandra. He lives Chandra. in Venice. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Tony was like, we'll leave Chandra and Trish. He can't walk his front door without seeing a Chandra. Yeah, there's a lot of Chandras in Venice. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think one way or the other. I just know what works for me. Yes, and, and that's that's. And as I try and work on my ego, uh, which has been a lifelong process that only yeah. has just started, uh, it becomes. It doesn't become any. I don't move towards like. Well, yeah, maybe like multiple partners is the way to go. I only feel like, oh, I want a partner for life, like that I want to have kids 
I want to I want to fucking lay an egg in that uterus and have that thing. I know this is romantic, but I want that thing to sprout into a human baby, and I want that baby, and I want to have a unit, yeah, and grow up, you know. And but we've been at Jamie's house, and you've said that going to Jamie's makes you realize you might not be ready to be a dad, like you thought you were. Well, yeah, maybe well, not. It's a have, harsh look. It's a very. But she she ramped up to it. If I got an yes. eight year old and a two year old yeah. tomorrow, yeah, I'd be fucking. I'd be overwhelmed yeah. for See, sure. Uncle Rob knows he's seven, and that's why they love me more. Mm. Oh, look, all right, <laughs> boom. So here's here's what I want to ask you you two guys. We're talking yeah. about like raising kids and shit. Let's say your kid is from 13 to 16 has a girlfriend. Uh-huh. Super serious about it. Like you're even surprised. Yeah. Like wow, they were, and they're like they they were like we we want to get married. Like yeah, 13 obviously it started out silly, but now they're 16 and it's like wow, they really they're together every day. They want to get married. They talk about all this stuff. You know their family. They know your family super close. And then you find out you have to move because a job or whatever you have to move to the other side of the country do you take his feelings into consideration about that at all like i mean i take him into consideration it's not going to probably change the decision yeah same but i would be like yo i know that this sucks and i'm sorry and if you want i'll fly you back here like once a month with you yeah what if you let's say you can't you uh, like you know like i'm sorry like this is gonna happen dude this is you gotta this sorry yeah I hate probably you, mom. Hate me. yeah it's, it's interesting because you know we've been like toying with the idea of maybe you know moving out of LA and Bo was he had like chapel for school and there was this little girl that came on she's like hi I'm whatever and I've been at since the fourth grade and like he stopped and he looked at me and he's like why did she start in the fourth grade and I was like well maybe her family moved to LA and you know that when she was starting the fourth grade like I don't know and he was like, oh. And I guess his mind started like turning about like living in a different place and having being in a new school and having new friends. So I get what you're saying. Did you just say be... his the real name of his school? <gasps> yeah, Gabby. We'll cut that out. Sorry. Just bleep, just bleep it. <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah. Bleep it. There are uh, some thank fucking you for catching. Yeah, come on. I, um, I got Bo's back. You might not care about his feelings and yeah. but I do. Yeah. But no, I could I mean I could if I my I had to move when I was dating my first boyfriend who I was madly in love with. Oh, devastating. Devastating. You feel like every Romeo relationship. And yeah. Oh, do you, every relationship you're in when you're that age is like it's a thousand times more important than any other relationship. No, and no one gets it. No, no one, one gets, gets it. I I wasn't 13 to 16, but I was younger when I moved from Florida to California. I was in fourth grade, dating a fifth grader. Listen to this. Her name was Lindsay Dover. I've been looking for her ever since. Lindsay, if you're a listener, I'd love From to what reconnect. Part of Florida? We were, we lived in uh I lived in Kissimmee, which is one of the worst cities you can live in. But they used to have advertisements for it because it was right near Orlando. Oh, right? we lived I remember five minutes the ad away. Like, Come from stay in Kissimmee. We're right near Disney World. Absolutely. And it's cheaper. We had a medieval times, a Sea World, oh. a Universal Studios, a Disney World. I mean, it was like no one was from there. Everyone was from other places, but uh, the only people that lived there were like old, old uh, white trash and alligators were like the only, <laughs> it was, that was it. I had- and theme park workers. I had- uh, Well, he said that. <laughs> I found out that we were moving. My dad had got a job in California and I had to break the news to Lindsay to, and her name Lindsay was Lindsay. Dover. Lindsay Dover. Uh. And we were on a field trip to Universal Studios. It was on King Kong, the ride. And I told her, I'm like, hey, listen, 
just wanted to tell you, you're the first person I'm telling we're moving to California. And she, she was like, Oh my God. Like why? I'm like, I don't know. We're, (laughs) I don't know. Probably just going to become a surfer or something. And, um, just wanted to let you know, like we probably have to break up. You're like, I got the body for it. (laughs) I told her, I'm like, Hillary Swank body. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm probably going to have to surf. That's honestly all I thought California was. Right. And, uh, it was like, then we spent the most magical, day at disney we took we we savored every minute together i was in fourth fucking grade but i still like i still remembered that you know this was probably going to be our last moments together like let's really enjoy it you know what i mean i can feel the mist coming down and when you wait the mist hits you i'm like i could i we got wet on a i mean we were just and it was so bittersweet we were did you finger her no no man uh couldn't get in there and uh it was we've, like, all, we've all seen the movie Fear with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, on the, the roller coaster? Best. Oh, dude. It's one of the best scenes ever. You ever climax while you're 100 feet in the air? No. You want to? No. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, it was just one of those like very sweet things. I never, I've never seen her since. And I think about her every year. I'll be like, I wonder. And I, I think I even searched for her, but there's a on billion face, Lindsay Facebook. Dovers. Yeah. What is uh? What is Disney's her. like tagline? Like make magic happen. Like you really. Where dreams oh, come yeah. true. Where dreams. I mean, you yeah. you really. Yeah. Wow. Imagine that there. It was Universal Studios. Did I say it was Disney? I don't know. Oh. You said King Kong. Yeah. It, sorry. It, it was Universal Studios. I remember I even bought one of those little gift shop fans, and because it was hot, and I was using it, and like I remember to keep it when I moved because this was the last, one of the last wow, things I, I bought. So when, wow. Oh, I the know. smell of that burning plastic reminded you of her when yeah. you turned the fan on? I was like, oh, when I'm a surfer, I'm going to remember these days when mm-hmm. I'm surfing the big waves in California. Mm. I feel like all, all our lives are all just like these picture memories of like important moments that shape who mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like if you think back to your childhood, you'll probably just have these flash memories and it's so intense for me there's i would love one day to i don't know if there's a type of therapy that specifically does this where you just like tap into those Mm. specific memories and whether they're positive or negative and how they've affected you like i would just to love me like oh that's why maybe i react this way or that's why i'm sensitive to this you know what i mean totally that's all life is i think we'll eventually with artificial intelligence and like little fucking implants we'll get to that point and elon then like musk therapy is, yeah yeah he's trying to do it now yeah we, we right? want to put it put it in your brain uh that's my elon musk and yeah. uh yeah you you will be able to deal with like therapy like trauma in like very uh like direct ways yeah and then yeah if you want to veg out and i i just want to relive the day mm-hmm. of me and Lindsay dover's last day together uh, oh and you could just go back just go back do the rides oh but that's like no no i don't like that see this brings she me... went to highland elementary school in orlando any if anyone has a line out this brings me to a question i've had since our first episode that i've been holding on to and i've never asked mm-hmm. i don't know why is it in Sharpie on that? On yeah, there? and it's if, comes. if you could relive one day of your life, what oh. would it be? It would, oh, well, you go first. I told everyone about uh, the time I, I bought a Sega Genesis, That, but um, now thinking about this Lindsay Dover thing, that'd be, be really great. But uh, it would have to be probably a 
stand-up show that I did at the Laugh Factory where I just crushed it because I invited all my friends. <laughs> and like the feeling of like, Everyone applauding. The set went well. The people at the, that worked at the Laugh Factory were really? like, we got to get that. you to come back next week. That's the best Really? Feeling. Ugh. I mean, we've been on stage Ooh. before with people clapping. I hate it. It's oh, so wow. uncomfortable. I despise that feeling. Wow. I don't like being up there. And, we got to get to the bottom of that. And I was like, I liked it more because I was always with you guys. Yeah. Like, it was never just me. Obviously. Well, no, when we won that award, like stuff like that, I fucking hate it. Wow. Hate it. Yeah. My favorite thing in the world is like, Three of my friends sitting on it, like going to the deli, ordering sandwiches, getting a Snapple and a bag of fucking uh, salt and vinegar chips, sitting on a stoop and just eating and laughing. And like, mm. you know, it would be nice to be able to grab a pack of Marlboros like we used to too yeah. and do that kind of stuff. So but that's like a day you would you would love to no, do that No, no, no. That's not my day. But I'm just saying like that's that's where I feel happy and yeah. comfortable. And okay. when I'm on stage and people are clapping, I'm like, oh, like I don't, I just yeah. don't want to. But also... When my friends are on stage and they're getting like a standing ovation is probably the most emotional I get for anything yeah. in the world. Like when and it doesn't even have to be like a great friend. Sometimes I don't even know the people, but it's like when they get that standing ovation and that, that I, I get choked up. Oh, that's so sweet. That's yeah. so Jamie of you. I know. <laughs> it's so good. It means you have a heart. What's your what's yours? I, I really battle between two and it would probably have to be the sleazier of the two. <laughs> but one is uh, the, when my sister was born, the day my sister was born, because it was like, it's the one memory of my ha that I have of my whole family where we were all together and there was not one issue. Mm -hmm. There was no problem. There was no fighting. We were so happy. Everyone was hugging each other. We, all, we sat in like the waiting room at the hospital for like ever, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know how long, 12 hours, 16 hours, it could have been eight, I, I don't know. but. I remember two times going downstairs to meet a drug dealer and like getting fucking pills because it was my boy. And he was like, oh, shit, is, yeah. you know, is she born yet? No, he's like, oh, he's like, Yo, I'm, I'm walking by there anyway. Like, you want me to? And I'm like, yeah. So I'd get Percocets and I'd just constantly be smoking cigarettes. And um, it was just all my grandpa, my like everybody was so happy. And then I remember like we got the news like, all right, she's like now in labor, like full on giving birth. And we were all sitting in the room outside and the doctor came out and like we, everybody got up and like went to walk. And he was like, no, she just wants you and pointed at me. And I was like, Ugh. Oh. You know, I like walked in the room and there was my mom like holding my sister. Oh, and Oh, Bobby. my God. And then my grandpa came in and everybody came in and we we're all it was just the most amazing. Oh, like, that's a nice memory. But then the one I'd probably really want to relive. <laughs> Let's get into that, because that was um, so I was I met this girl. Uh, at a party, something, and um, I, at the time I had a band, so I told her I'm like, hey, if you want to come uh, see my band, we're record, we're rehearsing, and we were like 16 or 17, so we didn't have anywhere to hang out besides we used to get studio time just to hang out and drink and smoke, and that's how we we started getting studio time just to have a place to hang out and smoke and drink, and then somebody started like playing the drums, and then somebody would get on the microphone, and then next thing you know, we're like, I'll bring in a, I'll What'd get a you guitar. Do? I sang. Yeah, you're not the only singer here, pal. Here we go. Uh, so now, so I tell her, I'm like, hey, there's, we would have these little rooms, like the size of this area, and yeah. we would have like 14 people. Wow. And sometimes you would just be a room to like stand and smoke a cigarette, and we'd be staying there. And then other times, uh, we, it would just be five of us or six of us, whatever. So there's a door, and then you leave there, and then there's like, you shut that, and so it's soundproof, yeah. then there's another door. Yeah. 
Uh, so I tell this girl, hey, if you want to come by. So she comes. She sees the band. We're all drinking. We do like three songs or four songs or whatever. We're having a blast. And we both, she's like, where's the bathroom? I'm like, oh, I'll take you. And we walk, and in between those doors, we start making out. And it's pitch black in there. And like the next thing you know, we're, like clothes are coming off. And we were like, whoa, 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 hold on, chill. Like I, th- I think, I guess I must have been because I wasn't a virgin anymore. So I had to be like 17. Uh, and clothes start coming off and she or me, I think she obviously was like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait, like people are going to walk in, you know? So like, okay, put, put the clothes on and she goes to the bathroom. When she comes out of the bathroom, she's like, listen, the, the way I'm staying in this like apartment is I'm staying here and my parents are here, but like there's a door in between. So they could kind of like, we share a kitchen, but like the way it's set up is you could come over and they could not know that you're there. And I'm, I'm crazy then, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I don't even think about it where now I'm like, huh. Uh, I'm like, let's go. So I tell her, I'm like, listen, I'm going to stay with my friend. She's like, I'm going to go set it up. I'm going to make sure they're sleeping. I'm going to do all that stuff. I'll text you uh, to make sure that everything's good. So I'm like, yeah, I'm hanging out with my friends. And uh, my friend is like, dude, who's that chick? Because we didn't really bring a ton of girls to the studio. It was a real guy-heavy thing. And I go, who's that chick? Or if we did bring a girl, we would know her. You know, she came out of nowhere. So I'm like, oh, there's this girl. I met her at a party last night. She's only here for like four days with her family. And he's like, okay. He goes, here, take this. And he gives me an ecstasy pill. So I'm like, okay. And he gave me a black condom. Craziest thing ever. So yeah. So I take the ecstasy pill. Like the color black condom? Yeah, not yeah. a magnum condom. No. <laughs> what a stereotype. Wait, well, I mean. Oh. No. Uh, no. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I thought black was like a brand of color. No, no, the co- I mean, that might have been the brand too, but oh, it was the okay. color the black. Because I, I remember putting it on Absolutely. and I was like, oh, this is strange. But I... <laughs> A spoiler alert for a couple of minutes down the line. So I uh, I take the ecstasy. We're all hanging out. We're, I'm fucking singing this. And now we leave the studio and we're just walking around. And I get the text from her like, hey, here's the address. Come over. And it's in Bowery. And like I, as a kid, you, you know, you're like, I don't know where fucking Bowery is, but whatever. Yeah. I get in a cab. I go there. And I forget if she came down to meet me or like how, but like we, we sneak in to like, the, you know, I could think she might have like buzzed me and we, we sneak in. She opens the door and she's like, shh, be quiet. Now I'm tripping my balls off and I'm feeling so good. And it's just like this New York City. Like we, we go into the apartment and we sit on the bed, on her bed. And she goes, oh, sorry. And when she says sorry, she takes her shirt off and she had like, I'm again, I'm on ecstasy, but the most amazing boobs. I've, and I was like, oh my God, right into oh, it. We just start. I mean, and I remember like. I love this story. Like the somehow like the idea of a blowjob came and she's like, oh, I, I don't do that. My like, mouth I was is like, watering. You, what, you're, why are you liking this so much? I don't know. Just keep going. <laughs> so she's like, and any girl I had ever hooked up with before that gave blowjobs. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't do that. And I was like, oh, there are girls who like don't do that? Because I'm 17. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Okay, like you're you're not from here. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> and uh, so we just write to sex. Like she just wanted to, and I don't, I'm 17. I'm not like, oh, maybe we'll do this. I'm just, we just sex. We're done having sex. <laughs> We go, she's like, come on, we sneak onto her fire escape and it's pitch black because she doesn't want her parents to like see lights on or whatever. But uh, it's like the lights from the city are like lighting Mm. up the apartment and there's like, you could see like cabs going by on whatever, first or second avenue. And like you hear the noises of it and we're outside smoking. We just had sex. I'm in my underwear and the best is she has no idea I'm on ecstasy. So I'm like, I'm like, wow, I'm like this fire escape. (laughs) is so sick like and we're like smoking a cigarette and she's like yeah like it's you know it's i don't know it's like we're staying at my friend's parents or whatever yeah. it is and i'm like oh my god and we go inside 
uh, we have sex again. And then she's like, all right, like, I don't, I don't want my parents to catch us. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. I get out of there and I just was walking in the New York City streets alone on ecstasy, smoking cigarettes, just had sex. And I was like, I remember feeling that feeling that you've talked about before, which is like, if I die right now, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Like I yeah. was just, I was on such a high and I was high, but it was like, it was just, everything was perfect. I hung out with my friends. There were no worries. I wasn't paying rent yet. There yeah. were no bills. Yeah. Everything was just so good. Had sex. She was leaving the next day. There was no... There wasn't the technology to even be like annoying, you know, yes. like it was like, oh, if she leaves this town and then texts me, there was no worries of it. Like it was just like, wow, that was a perfect. So good. Wow. Never Her saw... name? Lindsay Dover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cass. She's making the rounds. Never, never saw How do you her. mention her? Yeah. Never saw her again. You don't, do you remember her name? Ugh. She just this girl no. who left such an impression on you. You yeah. can't even remember. No, her I mean this is twenty, almost twenty years ago. Wow. And it was one. We I remember I met her at the party and like she was kind of like, like hey, like hey, what's up? Like you know. And I was like, all yeah. right, yeah. I'm like me and my friends had, and we were at like we were actually at a premiere. And I know the the fucking show. I'll tell you later. Uh, and so we went from like the nicest, like everybody really nice, to like the music studio, which is the grimiest place. Yeah. Like I think it's like. It was like $12 an hour to get, rent a room. I love that you just rented it. So you, when you're a kid, you'll do, go anywhere that will allow you to just like drink with your friends. Yeah, and anywhere. Do all that I was always stuff. in like the back of some park in, in the woods. Oh. It was always woods. Is there music like recorded that you guys made? We have one tape. That Where is this tape? Yes, I think Rex has on. it. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, it. I'll get it. But okay. it's, it's, you it's, would, ha we could course. listen. I'm not like you, Cass. We I don't, could put it on the pod. I don't hide or take yeah, anything maybe this away is from. the theme song we've been looking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trust me, it's not. Let's do it. Uh, it's, by the way, it's death metal. Fuck of yeah. Of course it is. I'm just like, you go no. screamo, full screamo. Oh, scr roar, scream, all of it. Did it all. Yeah. And then I remember there were times where because I would like fuck up my voice so much that then after a song I would smoke a cigarette and it would make me throw up if, oh. because it would feel like yeah. somebody was like poking Stabbing the back you. of my And oh. I no didn't care. I remember I would get we'd get 40s and we'd be staying there drinking 40s, smoking cigarettes and I'd throw up into the garbage can. And you wrote the songs? Uh, yeah, there were like sometimes oh, wrote songs, I sometimes it lyrics, was just like, dude. it was like, right up, yeah, yeah, just like, you know. Holy Wowzers. fuck, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I think what, if we were to tell this story after we listened, what our favorite moment was, it's going to be me listening to your death metal music. Mm. Gonna, if you could relive if one. If I could relive one moment, it would be to listen to your death metal song with Lindsay Dover. Yeah. If I if I relived that day every day for the rest of my life, I don't think I'd ever, I think I would love it, it every time. It sounds lovely. It was yeah. so, the ecstasy was real being nice. Being high on life meets being high on drugs mm -hmm. and a perfect sort of nexus. And walking and was, by yourself in New York City. Yeah, like, Marlboro's. Oh. Marlboro's were the fucking greatest. Oh, I loved it. I loved Marlboro. Oh, smoking in general, I miss it. What about you, Jamie? What's your, what's your day? Well, you know, it feels weird to think of any day that doesn't involve, like I could say a day that was just me and Cutter or then me and Bo, but then I, I feel like I need to involve, like I can't. That's why you can't say the day Jack was born. Yeah, like mm. I can't say a day without all three of them in it. You know what I mean? It's, so it's it was really last hard. Sunday. No. What if we narrowed it down to it, it, it? you can't have your family in it? I can't have them. Yeah, so relive one day of your life minus your children because your obviously husband. the best day of your life is going to be with your family now let's find one that doesn't include your family. um 
my opening night on Broadway. Ooh. Oh, wow. Because that was my dream my yeah. whole life. So I think to be playing like a lead in a musical on Broadway with like this cast of my team, this TV show that I'm on and my family and everyone from Long Island, like it was just like, That's what great. is my life? Was it big for you for your mom to see you up there too? Like to do that? Yeah, I think it was very emotional for me to ha know my parents because, you know, my mom did a lot to to support this like crazy dream I had at nine years old that I wanted to be on Broadway and she didn't know what to do. So she figured it out and did her best. And so I think it was it, it was as much for me as it was like for her, like you did it too, because you helped me, yeah. you know, kind of get here. So yeah, so I would say that. That's great. But then there's like, there's little moments, you know, like when we went to the beach a couple of weeks ago and Jack and Bo were kind of running after, you know, like little kids run after like when there's a big group of seagulls and they'll run and then yeah. they all go flying off and they thought it was the funniest thing and then Cutter went and was like chasing them and it was like, I was just kind of standing there and like, I could go to the ladder where I'm like bummed that I can't run with them, but instead I was just like, that's really cool. Like I yeah. love seeing them all so happy and it made me happy and it was like the sun was setting in that crazy golden hour and it was like yeah. the most beautiful Yeah, backdrop. you felt full. Felt like, full. But yeah, then I've had content. birthdays, like my 29th birthday was so fun at SL. Like my brother Adam was there and it was like, you know, a lot of my friends from LA happened to be there and it was just like all this different group of people. And I remember just feeling very carefree in that moment in my time of my life. I was totally sober. You were definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I, every picture of Rob and I when he wasn't sober, like our faces are like right next to each other. His arm is like over my head. That's like every picture we have of each other. Um, but it was just, you know, that was a really fun birthday, I remember. Um, it was a really fun like time in New York for me that those couple of months. I was in New York for a little while. Um, yeah, that's my answer. And what uh, what about you besides Sega? What would be your next? Besides stand up and Sega? Oh yeah, yeah, stand -up. yeah I forgot that. Stand -up. Yeah, yeah, the stand up. Do you have any like uh, like family? any YouTube like like when I when I did this on YouTube I mean I won I won an award uh, for okay and YouTube. anyway that was uh, nice you know what it was a, it was a, <laughs> a streamy award I'm a streamy award winner I beat out Larry King for best host that year oh wow I think they were just they they coaxed Larry King into going uh so they could say they had somebody real there and then um and then you beat him then I beat his fucking guts into Hell the Hell yeah, bro. Told, you my, hear mom, that, Larry? my mom still, she's so proud of me still, you know? Even though I, those things might all be rigged, like who knows, award shows are all a bunch of bullshit, but she's like, but he beat Larry King. <laughs> and Larry King is very famous. Is Larry King still alive? She's got a point. Yeah. Yeah, no, all right, they, then they yeah, go, fuck you, Larry. Larry is somehow <laughs> I make sure still he wasn't alive, dead, because then that would have been a little aggressive. I but feel yeah. like they've got him on strings and they're just, you know, he is. Well, if he has a podcast, we should go for beating him again with something. I'm going to mm. beat your fucking ass, Larry King. Yeah, Larry. Twice. Do, uh, is, is there any, speaking of Kasim's YouTube videos. Is there coming any, up, new podcast coming out soon. Is there any art that when you see, you're just like, I don't get this. Yes. And I actually had a conversation with somebody recently about art because look, I appreciate art. I don't feel like I get it all the time, but I feel that there's. And I say this with all the love in the world. I feel like there's a level of like darkness that an artist needs to access sometimes to 
to see things in different ways. And I mm-hmm. think that it, it reaches people, it connects with people. I'm not saying all art is dark, but I just feel like there's a little bit. And that's why sometimes I have, I'm a little shy about buying art because I'm so sensitive to that kind of stuff that, if you know, like my whole house is basically pictures. Like, right. Because pictures for me are like Yeah, and, or drawings and that your kids made, yeah. Yes. Um, Art, art for me is it's it's like it makes you go to places that sometimes like I don't I don't want to be taken to. Does that make really? sense? Really, she is yeah. sensitive. This I'm very sensitive. She is a see. Sensitive. I was thinking more along the lines of like like acting, singing. That like, is there any sort of thing that when you see it, you're like, why do people like this? Like, not just like oh. this type of drawing oh. or, or picture. There's a girl on my um, Instagram account that's been doing like slam poetry recently. Oh, the worst. Look, I want to. God, it's so. I would bad, love to man. be um, so enough bad. of an artist to like put together a really cool slam poet. But in my head, slam poetry is like only cool when they're like thinking about what it would be like to perform it to a crowd that's like super into it. But in reality, when you're doing slam poetry, I think most people are kind of like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, this is weird. And um, it takes a lot of guts to do, and it's so like, much guts. I've seen like one or two where I'm like, oh, okay, that actually what, but most it's just like yeah. pickle walls. <laughs> <laughs> pickle. <laughs> you know, like, you just hear some shit where you're like, you know, pickle walls, waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, what is this guy talking about? Like, I, oh, it's just dude. so. It's all. You're absolutely right. Window it's, ceilings. It's all pickle walls, dude. <laughs> yeah, all slam poetry. Pickle yeah. walls. I pickle can't... walls, waterfalls. Yeah. Like, window ceilings. Yeah, window ceilings. Are you there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, man, I don't get like imagine being like, hey, put on your fucking shoes. Yeah. We're yeah. going to slam night yeah. over at the Ooh. fucking Roxy. And it's just like, yeah. oh my, there's I'd rather do, I'd rather sleep. I remember <laughs> when HBO was doing the most deaf. Um, like poetry jam or whatever and he was having different celebrity guests and they asked <laughs> oh. me if I wanted to I was like no no no, no way dude. I'm not no. who you want the princess of show business declines the princess of show business says no yeah cause see for me are you there <laughs> for me no. pick a wall fuck man for me it's opera like when oh. I because I, I like watching America's mm. Got Talent and those things and when somebody comes on and does opera I swear like I look around my empty apartment like I'm like yeah. Yeah. Because like, they'll have people and they'll be like, hey, sorry, you just weren't that. And then they have someone, they're like, that was the greatest I've ever seen. And I'm like, that was the same to me. Like, I yeah. I don't get anything from opera. You yeah. know, because there's some things you get and you go, hey, that's not my cup of tea, but I get why people like it. And then I see opera and I go, I don't, I can't believe there's people who are like, we're going to like it this. It hits a chord with some people. I it think does. it's like a vibrational thing. Do you know what I mean? Like music. Like yeah. music can take you places. Music hits certain people. Like I judge it by how like oh I, that was loud, you know. If I, that was good opera, just based on how loud it got. Right. You know. Yeah. Th- how high a pitch. Very hard to do. Yeah, Absolutely. So you, would know you know, Doctor Drew sings opera. Really? Yeah. What doesn't he do? What doesn't yeah. he do? Incredible. And he tell you who? Well, yeah. Save well, that for my podcast. Yeah. Well, I gotta go pick up Jack, guys. Okay. Is that it? I mean, I'm fucking done with I, this. I'm, I'm gonna get charged money if I get. No, it actually, early. I gotta go. So, um, hey, thanks for watching. If you're Lindsay on YouTube, Dover, where are someone you? just hey, spotted Bigfoot on the 405. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Lindsay Dover, if you're out there, hit us up on Pajama Pants uh, on Instagram. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, click the notification bell so you know when our videos come up, which is every Tuesday morning. And uh, we, yeah, we appreciate the support. Questions, askpajamapants at gmail.com. Try and date Rob or just send us a question or a comment about the show. Guys? That's it. I just want to let you know I wasn't tuning in. Are you there, Pickle Walls? <laughs>